Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. Well, the results are in, and they are not good. 7-2, the Pirates get the victory in Pittsburgh. Brewers drop the first of this three-game set. Good evening, with my apologies to JR in the sports brief, who we will return you to him in about 90 minutes or so. Maybe two hours. Depends how drunk you guys are when you call in. And my apologies to... Tim Allen Nation. He'll be back tomorrow with the On Deck Show and the Post Game Show as always. I think you can catch him at a corner pub somewhere in Kenosha right now. Corner pub. I'm Bar Winkler. Sam Schmitz is here. 414-799-1250. The number to get in with the Post Game Show. We could go with your gripes. We could go with your concerns. We could go with your comments. I'd like to celebrate a little bit tonight. It is Craig Council's 50th birthday. The Brewers franchise has been around for 50 great years of nothing to celebrate. Just the existence is what's celebrated. And we celebrate Craig Council, who has lived one of really the more beautiful stories of anybody in this game. He grows up in Milwaukee. Dad works for the Brewers, hangs around the clubhouse plays baseball, plays for the Brewers, manages baseball, manages for the Brewers. Lives in the same town he's lived in throughout his whole life. Craig Council turning 50 today, so we do wish him a happy birthday, and we will celebrate him throughout the show today. do want to ask you guys, as we just kind of BS here about the game tonight, where you would rank or grade, where you would grade Craig Council's tenure as a manager so far with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, you cannot say A-plus because he has not won a World Series. You could say uh, A, A-minus perhaps. We'll let you give that grade. We'll share ours a little bit later here as well. Council the manager since May of 2015 when he was just a young 45-year-old man. He is now 50. But again, the Brewers do fall here tonight. 7-2 to two is the final. They fall in Pittsburgh. And this is a really incredible situation. Bart Winkler here in for Tim Allen. Brewers fall to 11 and 13. But the Brewers played in Pittsburgh, and we are on the air with the postgame show at 9 o'clock. No rain delay. 
We should have figured it would be a quick game, though. These are two teams that, I mean, for lack of a better word, offensively, they suck. They are not good offensively. They are they are bad. The Brewers and the Pirates, if you take out the Marlins and the Cardinals because they've had so many postponements, the Brewers have scored 93 runs before tonight. The Pirates had scored 78 runs before the night. Those are the two worst offensive teams in the league. How bad for did it get for the Brewers tonight? There was at one point through six and a half innings, Ben Gamble was three for three. Okay, that's pretty good. He had a home run. That's good. The other Brewers were 0 for 21. In fact, the Brewers just had two other hits, non-Ben Gamble. Christian Yelich had a home run, and then Luis Urias tried to get one late, got on, but it was not enough for the crew. Again, a 7-2 loss. Bart Winkler in for Tim Allen, 414-799-1250. Sam Schmidt's here as well. You can tweet us at 105.7 FM, the fan we will talk Brewers. It's the Brewers post game show. I'm normally on the morning show, so I am used to talking about more than just one topic. Uh, if the Brewer conversation gets stale, I may start live broadcasting this Clippers Mavs game, which I am just flat out going to watch as I talk to you guys. If the uh, phone calls come in and they're on a little too long than a normal phone call would be, it's because there's a good sequence of action in the NBA game, and I'm watching that and ignoring you. Also, I did not see SmackDown tonight, so I have no Thunderdome review. I will watch that promptly at 5.45 tomorrow morning when my son wakes up for his morning baba, as we say, in the Winkler home. I wanted to attack this at some point, so we'll let Griffin do it. He's going to be first up tonight from Beaver Dam, 799-1250. Griffin, there's something, and thanks for calling, there's something that I really think about this team, and I think you may feel the same way. How are you? Uh, Good. How are you, Bart? Good. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sitting watching this game tonight, and it was pretty embarrassing, to be quite honest. You got the four-win Pirates in front of you for a three-game series, and you can put two runs up on the board. Um, Andy Haynes should have been out of the building a week ago. Um, Brock Holt, what's he doing for you? I mean, I mean, it, the pickup might have looked good at the beginning, but it's been quiet since. And the, uh, they look like they're not having fun playing baseball. The Pirates looked like they were having fun, and uh, it's – really takes the fun out of watching it. Yeah, and I don't know how you have fun if you're the Pirates. You're 5-17 and 17 after the win tonight. They're, they don't look like they're having fun a lot of nights. So, Griffin, do you have fun watching them? Um. Well, when they look like they're having fun, it's funner to watch. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, when they scored eight runs against the Twins, that was pretty fun. And then the next night, they're getting no hit after five again. Not very fun. And they don't look like they want to be there. You know, the thing with the Brewers, Griffin, thanks for the call. Thanks for chiming in, being a part of the show. 414-799-1250. Bart Winkler here for Tim Allen. Sam Schmidt's here as well. Is when they had that eight-run output the other night, my first immediate thought, nine-run output with the late Keston Hira home run, my first thought was, this isn't going to continue. They're going to be right back to scoring no runs the very next day. And Griff's right. One run the next night, two runs tonight. And the fun factor, I think there is something to that. I really do. And I don't know if it's because it's just a odd collection of guys where they were together for a little bit trying to build the chemistry in March, and then maybe that faded away with this pandemic. 
I don't know if the pandemic is weighing in on these guys more than other teams. I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't know with what these guys have to worry about in any bubble. You know, as I mentioned, Clippers Mavs are on right now and we see it and it looks like it looks pretty good, like a like a normal NBA basketball game. But then when these guys go back, especially the ones with families, this is moving time for college kids. You know, some of these coaches are thinking about that. A lot of these guys have newborns. I mean, Mike Conley today just got back to the bubble after having a, his wife had a newborn. And so there's just a lot of other distractions and you're, you get, you got to be focused on your job. Now for the Brewers, at least in baseball, they can still be home, but it's constant fear of, I can't contract this virus. You can, if you live with me, be anywhere to contract the virus. So you really got to clamp in. Otherwise, you know, two cases pop up on a team like the Mets and they're not playing this weekend. And now it's affected a bunch of baseball. I think there's been one day. It was this week. There was one day there was some rain postponements, but there was one day this week and it was the only day this season where there's been no COVID postponements or rescheduling in the entire season. The Brewers of course had some at the beginning of the month with the Cardinals and have been so far so good here losing to the pirates tonight, seven to two, four, one, four, 799-1250 here on the fan and the radio.com app free to take with you wherever you are. But I do I do wonder how much fun they're having. I, I want because it's twofold for me. It's how much fun are you having as a unit where you've lost a lot of the guys that were fun? You know, you could have a group of guys like at your workplace, and if the one guy's off for a week, eh, it's just not as fun. Or there's usually one or two spark plugs in any group of friends, you know, or even in a family. And if that guy's not there, or, you know, not there for the night, it's a, it's a little off. The Brewers lost a lot of those guys. They've lost Jesus Aguilar. Mike Moustakis was one of those guys. They've lost uh, Eric Thames was one of those guys. Lorenzo Kane was one of those guys. And I think after he opted out, it kind of changed the feel of this team, perhaps. It kind of changed how they were enjoying the season. It, it got a lot more heavy. And they really had to clamp down, and and maybe it has taken the fun out of it. Council the other night, and I know Tim was playing this on one of the postgame shows when it happened. The Brewers were on national TV against the Cubs that Thursday night, and Council just sounded dejected. It just didn't sound like he was having fun, and that that will spread into the locker room. Meanwhile, you've got these other teams. I'll bring up the Cubs as I've been doing on the morning show because they look like they're having a great time and they're consistently winning. Now, we always like to keep an eye on what they're doing. They're getting smoked tonight by the White Sox, 8 nothing. That game is also uh, available on your TV screens tonight. But what it looks like is they're just not having fun. And it could be because these guys don't know each other as well as they did to be comfortable with each other in that way, like the Cubs can be because those guys have been there a long time. Or it could be because of the pandemic weighing its head on a team like Milwaukee and on a night that could have been really fun. I mean, it's Craig council's 50th birthday. So on a night that could have been really, really fun. This was a performance where the game, you know, the game's just not fun to watch for me. Maybe this shouldn't be the way I start a post game show. That should be all cheery and happy bananas. I am a diehard brewer fan. I love them. I love this team. I'm not having an incredible amount of fun watching them in 2020 where if I have the option, 
I am watching a basketball game, the nonstop NBA action, than I would be watching the Brewers because it just was. I mean, was tonight entertaining? Was tonight an entertaining baseball game? Did I have fun watching it? No, I'd be lying if I said I did. I know Rick ain't having a good time. Rick, I don't think you've had fun since 1974. No, What's... I haven't had a good time since 2018-2019. Before that, it was 2011. And between that, this was like a Ron Renneke's team. Oh. And, um, as far as Red Concert goes, there's there's no energy, no sense of urgency. Defense is even getting sloppy now. And it was pretty good. And you can't drop a foul ball. Why is, you know, why do you keep putting players out there? And I know it's COVID-19, et cetera, et cetera. It's a whitewash year, and this you, I mean, the only few players I would, I would sell most of this group. I would just start all over David Stern. Who Christian would who Yelich. would survive? Christian Yelich, Brandon Woodworth, Adrian Hauser, Torin Burns, Freddy Peralta, and Justin Hura, and Orlando Orsia, and Urizis. Let's go, Camel, everybody. I, I mean, think you missed Hater. Um, well, Josh Hader, right now, are you going to be able to resign him? Are you going to be able to give him $200 million? The Brewers will never pay Josh Hader. It's my firm belief. I, I know they, will not, they won't be able to resign him. Trade him when you can. And get as much as you can. Third baseman, outfield, or whatever. Some type of power hitters that can hit more than just a solo home run. When they need a base hit, and they had all those runners on base. They single. Rick, nobody nobody was hitting tonight. Ben Gamble uh, had three hits, and the rest of the Brewers were about 0 for 21 through six and a half innings. Um, Rick, thanks for the call. Let's talk Monday morning, okay? We'll have a little more time to just not talk about anything. Um, but then Christian Yelich homered, and then uh, Uriah's got a hit late, so... Now we have five hits. Five hits tonight for the Brewers, losing 7-2. to two. The Brewers' first hit came in the second inning. Let's actually give it up for the Brewers tonight. The Brewers did give a present to Craig Council. They had a run in the first two innings, even after tonight, because the Pirates ended up matching that with the Brian Reynolds home run. The Brewers this season have been outscored 34-5 to five in the first two innings of games, including 15-2 to two in the first, and 19 to 3 in the second. They have not scored before tonight in the first two innings of a game in the last eight games. And they finally scored some early runs tonight, but then the Pirates quickly answered. Ben Gamble was the one that got him on the board first. Fox Sports, Wisconsin. And Gamble sends one in the air deep to right field. Polanco going back, and that is gone. A home run. We talked about it the first trip. He does it here in the second trip when the Brewers are first on the board. Yeah, that might have bounced into the river. Boy, that ball was smoked over everything out there in the right center. And you know, they just scored a run in the second inning. About that. I can uh, stop saying that now. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yeah, first time in eight games, as I mentioned. The Pirates did tie it up, so it's 1 1 after 2. And then Adrian Hauser starts giving up singles to anybody who wanted one in the fourth inning, and the defense behind him wasn't spectacular either. 
Off the glove of Hauser, and can they get anybody? No, as Ar Arcia throws it wide of Arias, and moving on to third will be Moran. Reynolds to second as the Pirates take the lead. They're trying to make something out of nothing. Orlando probably should have just held on to that one. Kind of surprised Arias. Wasn't sure he was going to throw it. Got by him. It'll be an RBI for Reynolds. Probably a base hit. Hauser able to knock it down. Goes over to Arcia, who tried to, you know, get to make the play at second base. Just a bad throw. So the Pirates put up a couple of runs in that inning. It's now four to one in the fourth. Couple of scoreless frames. Hauser does a little bit better. Eighth inning, the Brewers get a home run from Christian Yelich, which was nice. And then Alex Claudio comes in and gives up a, a bunch of runs. And so any sort of comeback effort was thwarted. Two runs, five hits, two errors for the crew. Seven runs, 14 hits, no blemishes for the Buccos. Pitching line for Hauser, seven innings, which is good to see. Uh, did give up nine hits, four runs all earned. Struck out three. I've been keeping track of pitch count, 98. Seven innings, 98. That's good. I mean, take a little effort off that bullpen, but then Alex Claudio comes in there. He goes the one inning, gives up five hits, three earned runs. And I don't want to be too controversial, but can we get this guy off the team? I mean, the bullpen's got a lot of these guys that we're excited about. Alex Claudio, how long has he been a brewer? I'm looking it up right now because I'm, just off the top of my head, I'm going to say he was still around when those motor BAME jerseys were being used. Oh, only two years? Wow, it feels like forever. How is that even possible? How has he become the Aaron Kraft of Brewers pitching? Guys, feels like he's been here forever. 414-799-1250. Bart Winkler in for Tim Allen. Sam Schmitz is here. You guys are totally welcome to join the party. Have a beverage before you do. 799-1250. More of the Bayview Shade and Blind baseball postgame show when we come back. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to find out the turning point of the game on the fan. Brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out all the events and track rental info at greatlakesdragaway.com. Adrian, how do you dissect that fourth inning? It seems just like ground balls. A lot of those hits were ground balls in the wrong spot. Uh, yeah, you know, they just put some swings on some good pitches and found some holes there, you know. You know, nothing you can really do about that. Just have to try to buckle down and get a, get some ground balls out. You know, try to get some more. That's Adrian Hauser. Moments ago, Adam McKelvey, our Brewers.com, MLB.com insider. He'll join us to wrap up this whole series Monday morning, 9 o'clock, with myself, Bart Winkler, and Ryan Horvat. I'm in for Tim Allen today. Sam Schmitz holding down the fort on the ones and twos. Your turning point of the game, we are going to go to that fourth inning. Josh Bell single, Colin Moran single, moves Bell over. Brian Reynolds, an infield single. Some sloppy baseball behind him. An Arcia air leads to a run. Polanco gets a single. Cole Tucker gets a single. Five singles in a row. And none of them really too hardly hit. But they made runs happen. Now, credit the Brewers and Hauser for getting out of it. There was a double play to end the inning, but 4-1 to one would all be what the Pirates needed. 
Brewers would scratch off another one later with a Yelich home run. Two long balls tonight. Ben Gamble and Christian Yelich, and that was it for your scoring. Just five hits for the crew. Three of them from Ben Gamble. One from Yelich, one from Urias. 414-799-1250. Aloha, KJ. Uh, good evening, Bart. Oh, a little more professional, a little more suit and tie in the evening as opposed to when we chat in the morning. That would be uh, affirmative, yes. Oh. Uh, Bart, I only have one question for you. Please. Uh, how are the Brewers going to uh, turn this season around and get their offense uh, untracked uh, in the 2020 championship season for the Brewers? Well, they need to have their best lineup uh, when they're able to have their best lineup, KJ. Okay. Uh, and what would be their best lineup, Bart? I'll tell you what it would not be. It would not be what we saw out there tonight as we take a look at the box score. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power on the web at liuna113.org. So Eric Sogard was at third. He went over. Keston Hira doing the DHing. No hits for him either. Yelich was in left, had the home run, one for four. Justin Smoke, 0 for three. Ben Gamble in there for Avi Garcia, who Craig Council prior to the game said just needed some rest. Three for four in the home run. Omar Narvaez, 0 for three. Luis Arias, who's hitting 333. He was at second. Brock Holt made a nice play defensively early. But he was 0 for 3. And Orlando Arcia uh, at short KJ, uh, 0 for 3. So I would say we need, you need here and there, you need Yelich, you need Braun. You're going to need Garcia, Urias, Arcia. The catching position, I know Manny had a good week, but then people were begging, give him more time, give him more time. I think he had the 0 for last night. There's just, you are totally, I mean, you look at this lineup. Not having Kane is massive. No Moustakis, Grandal. We could harp on these guys forever. I'm looking at Smoke and Sogard, and I'm needing Brock Holt to have a big night. I don't know. I don't have that answer for you, KJ. So do you think it has anything to do with Craig Council and him putting these guys in uh, maybe because it's his 50th birthday? I don't follow. Well, maybe he just decided everybody, they they might have had a couple of beverages uh, last night before uh, to celebrate his birthday today. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think so. No, you don't think so? No. Okay. Well, I, I was kind of uh, uh, following along that track because I, I think maybe Rick and Oshkosh would be thinking maybe like that because I know he's, He's kind of uh, not on Craig Council's. Uh, uh, he's not too much of a Craig Council guy. Thanks for the call, bud. Okay. Aloha, brother. Aloha. KJ. Let's talk to Bill in Iron River. Bill, bring us back. Hey, Winks. How you doing? How are you, Bill? Good, good. I'm sitting up here in Bayfield County. Puffing on my pipe, listening to the program. How's the little guy? 
Uh, he's good. He just turned one last week. Yeah, yeah. I know it was about a year ago he was born. I wanted to talk on something a little bit positive before I bring up the Brewers. <laughs> they're not very interesting to watch. They're not very interesting to, to root for. They're just they're too, many, too many automatic outs in that lineup. And I think you hit on it. Some of those guys, they should be AAA players. Well, and again, you know, I do want to talk a little bit about Council tonight because it's number 50 for trips around the sun for him today. And I think he's done an incredible job as a manager. And I was talking to, uh, I brought this up on the morning show the other day. I was talking to one of my brothers who doesn't follow the Brewers too much, but he's getting into this year. And he had asked me, well, he said to me, the Brewers suck. And this was like last week. And then the Brewers had that nice series against the Cubs. And he said, you know, maybe the Brewers don't suck. And I said, no, no, brother of mine. They are. They are bad. But but what happens is they win games they shouldn't. And I give a, and this is the Craig Council era. So I give Craig Council a lot of credit. I would I would grade him maybe even an A minus. You know, I I would I think he's at a terrific tenure as the Brewers manager because he gets more out of this team than than he probably should. He makes David Stearns yeah, look good. I think he's been a great manager. I, I do too. But then he, I think he's made David Stearns look better than Stearns has been. But when they put together a, a team like this, where it is a lot of squares into you know round holes, and it's yeah. just not. It just it's it's really you know it's going to be testing for Craig. And now he's got maybe the worst manager he's had in a couple of years, or the worst roster I meant to say in a couple of years. Yeah. Plus yeah. the added weight of the pandemic. I mean, I, I get it if it's taken a toll on him. I bet it has. Thanks for taking my call. You have a good good evening. Yeah, good to chat with you again, Bill. And thanks for asking about the family, little one-year-old boy. Picked him up from daycare today. Was very excited to see his mom. Then went into my arms. Cried harder than when he got dropped off at daycare. Went back to mom. So we'll have to uh, do that. I've, I try to get, I don't know what, what is the age to start watching baseball with your son? I don't want to, like, force it on him. But we have tried to watch a few games. I try to have a one-year-old watch a game with me. And uh, the other day, I think we made it through a whole at-bat. A whole at-bat. So that felt pretty good before he started crawling and getting into other trouble. 414-799-1250. I'm Bart Winkler. Sam Schmitz in for Tim tonight. Brewers do fall to the Pirates Seven to two. We will hear from Craig Council. We'll hear a little more from Adrian Hauser as we get rolling here. And do want to hear more from you guys. 414-799-1250. Your thoughts on Craig Council, his tenure. I'm I'm just gonna give him an A minus right now. I'm gonna give him an A minus for his tenure as the Brewer skipper. But more along the lines of tonight. You 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 waited all day, you turn on the TV. Beautiful night in Pittsburgh. Wish you could be there. Maybe you were grilling. Maybe you had a beverage. Maybe you caught the end of the game. You had to do some things. Got home. Wanted to watch a baseball. You know, Friday night, let's relax a little bit. Watch some baseball. And then you're you're just treated to a team that I don't know how entertaining they are right now. 414-799-1250. More of the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Bart Winkler, Sam Schmitz coming up in... It's the Bayview Shaden Blind Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Don't do this. Mike will never let us do birthday, dear Skipper. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, Thanks, Adam. That was awesome. That was awesome. All right, Adam McKelvey leading a round of happy birthday. You heard Sophia Minard in there, Tom Hodricourt. That was before the game. Things a little more jovial before the game. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. I'm Bart Winkler, Sam Schmitz. A lot of good answers from you guys. We threw up a question on our Twitter at 105.7 FM, the fan, as it's council's birthday today, grade his tenure as a manager. Jeremiah had a good uh, response. He didn't give us a grade. He just said, I think not having Pat Murphy there is is uh, affecting him a little bit. Pat Murphy, the heart attack, that, that weekend series that they did not play against the Cardinals, they did practice that Saturday, and luckily he was at the stadium with medical personnel because Pat Murphy, bench coach and council's college coach at Notre Dame, had a heart attack. Recovering, doing good. They checked in with him a couple of times on the broadcast and doing fine. But uh, he hasn't been there with them, so maybe that could be something. That again, that clip we played you, the happy birthday, more jovial before the game. Let's see how Council sounded after the 7-2 loss to the Pirates tonight. Craig, when you uh, when you say a team gets five straight hits to start an inning, it sounds terrible. But then when you go back and look, I mean, it was – it was just he was getting bled to death out there. That was kind of tough to watch, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it, it was. Um, you know, it was it was some ground balls. It was you know, uh, I thought a decent kind of O2 pitch uh, to Polanco. Um, that was like up up at his eyes almost. Um, you know, his ball he got a glove on and deflected and. I mean, I was it was like 14 pitches um, that it that it happened in, and so. Um, you know, it's just one of those days where we just, unfortunately, that inning, we're not in the right spot. Craig, when you see Gamble hit that one out there in the second inning, considering the, the trouble you guys have had going early, you kind of feel like maybe the worm has turned there for a second and it's a good omen? Um, no, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, it's, it's one run. Um, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't score again tonight and we didn't certainly didn't do enough offensively tonight. Um, tonight we were missing a, we were missing a two out hit tonight, bunch of, bunch of innings with, with people on base and we needed a two out hit, but, um, I mean, we, we didn't, you know, we didn't score enough tonight. Craig, how puzzling is some of this at this point? Because you like, I know you like the, the pieces you have, you can win all these matchups and it's just not resulting in the sustained offense that you're, you're expecting just is it sort of puzzling at this point yeah i mean it 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 is um and at the same time you know these are our guys and and we have to stay to you know stay the course with them um but it's you know we've we've got some guys that just haven't through the course of the year just haven't got going um you know it was great to see ben going to the you know have a nice game today um but we've we just have some you know we've just been have some stops you know kind of in the lineup with guys that have been struggling so it's hard to sustain things um, so we got we got to kind of sequence time things up um, and it just hasn't you know that's a tough way to play offense um, you need you know the the circle to to get going um, and, and with some guys struggling um, you know we just haven't been able to do that 
So it's, yeah, it's, it's puzzling. I mean, I think we're, we're, you know, we've been sticking with the, the, the good, the matchups for guys um, and guys that they places they should have, you know, put them in good places to succeed. Um, and it hasn't worked. Did you see more aggressive approaches against Adrian? Like that fourth inning, like you said, it was 14, 15 pitches. Like, were they just jumping on pitches early? I mean, I don't, you know, they, maybe, but it was, it was still ground ball stuff. So, you, you know, that's kind of what Adrian wants. He wants ground balls. So it's from, from left-handed hitters, they jump on and hit a ground ball. That's, that's, um, you know, a couple were a little more sharply hit, but um, I think they did, but I still think he made pitches that inning. Um, I, th- I think I do. I think he made a lot of pitches that inning. It's just, you know, they, they, they hit the ball where he weren't that inning. Craig, when, when you have a, a mostly veteran group that's struggling like this, I mean, you, they shouldn't get down on themselves, right? They have track records of doing some stuff. What, what, what is, what can you say about just the overall feeling from the group right now? They must, they must be confused too. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, look, I, I think, you know, it is, know, offensively, we are a, a pretty veteran group. I think that's, that's right. And, you know, what they have to go back on is that they have had, they have all had pretty big degrees of success in this league. Um, and, you know, a lot of them had very good seasons last year. Most of these guys had very good seasons last year. So, it, it's not, they're not far removed from it. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, and, and so that's probably makes it, that's probably made it more puzzling a little bit. Um, but, I, but that, and also makes it, you think that, you know, it's not like we're, we're putting guys out there that haven't, haven't been major league, um, you know, above average major league hitters. Um, and, and so that's, that makes you optimistic um about the offense still although it hasn't looked great you know we're not we haven't dug ourselves a big hole here um and we have to keep that mindset and and play every game like that anybody else for craig craig Craig, what what can you do to help in that regard you you can't go play the game for them but uh can you help with uh mindset or encouragement approach outlook what what or do you kind of feel like what am i supposed to do no i mean i, I think yeah i mean i think it's all it's my job to certainly get them get them in a good place um good every everybody mentally in a good place that's 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 certainly part of my job um and you know i mean I, then i have to do a better job of that it's that's not, we're obviously we're obviously not getting everybody in a good place but you know, I'll keep working on doing that. That's, that's the job I have to do. Um, you know, we'll keep trying to put guys in what we think is the best places to succeed. I think that's important to keep doing. It's not to necessarily abandon that. Um, and so it's, you know, it's a little bit of a lot of things. I think it's, it's a little bit of stay the course. It's a little bit of encouragement. It's a little bit of, you know, um, Let's go. We got to get moving here. Um, it's, it's a little bit of everything. So that's birthday boy Craig Council turning 50 today, and his team rewarded him with two runs on five hits, and they lost seven to two to the Pirates, 11 and 13. Brewers have been hovering around the 500 mark. Can't get over it. 
They've been one and one, two and two, three and three, five and five, ten and ten. They were just eleven and eleven, and uh, not enough of you making that wish because they now have dropped the last two. Seven nine nine twelve fifty four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Dusty's on the line. What's up, Dusty? Um, basically, all I gotta say is, with all the talent we watched just walk away, Council has done a phenomenal job of managing this team to the record we have. Like, Council's a Council's a great manager. He's he's a good one. And I hope we keep him for a while. Roll the barrel, go pack, go on Wisconsin. I need, go. I need a bucks and six in there. Yeah, bucks and six. Okay. Well, yeah, bucks and six. All right. All right. Good. All right. Um, you guys have a good one. Go. <laughs> good night. All right, Dusty. Good night. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Dusty, see a regular on the show. I like Dusty. No, he's actually one of the newer ones. Oh, good. What would you grade Council? Because I, you know what, I'm going to agree with him. I'm going to agree with him. If if this team had a worse record or a, wor- a different manager, I mean, 11 and 13 might be the most productive this team could be. And I do credit that a lot to Craig Council. This is a Craig Council era. They win games that they shouldn't. They got so close in 2018. I still think that was the opportunity. But his tenure, I, I'd give it an A minus. I mean, I. I- I don't really put too much of this year on him. Like I said, I think I put more so on David Stearns for the roster they put together for this year. And honestly, if we take out Brian Snicker in the NL, we're talking about probably a two-time manager of the year. Oh, yeah. I would wonder how much that would sway people's opinions who are kind of down on council for no reason. Yeah, I really don't understand a lot. The the council backlash that is there, and I'm going to read some of these answers, and people that don't give them an A or even a, a high B, they do have their reasons for why not. I do think that some of it might just be fatigue. I mean, when we have a coach for a while, don't we always turn on him? Don't we always say, ah, he needs to get out of here? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, just like with McCarthy and all that. And the Although, Packers and all. I, I, would, I would like people to know, if they're not familiar with me, uh, just listening to the postgame show, however you do it. I do the morning show here on The Fan. I have already started the – I know he was 13-3 and last year, but I've already started the Fire LaFleur uh, movement. I don't like that he well you know what? We'll talk about it more on Monday. This is the baseball post game show. Baby Shade and Blind making that possible. We'll read some of your answers again, looking for the grade that you would give Craig Council. I'm gonna agree with Dusty. Eleven and thirteen. That ain't great. They'd be a lot worse without CC. Bart Winkler, Sam Schmidt's on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. And Gamble sends one in the air deep to right field. Polanco going back, and that is gone. A home run, Ben Gamble. We talked about it the first trip. He does it here on the second trip when the Brewers are first on the board. Yeah, that might have bounced into the river. Boy, that ball was smoked over everything out there in the right center. And you know they just scored a run in the second inning. How about that. I can uh, stop saying that now. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yeah, what they're mentioning there, Fox Sports Wisconsin with the audio, our gratitude to them as always. Bart Winkler in for Tim Allen tonight. He's back tomorrow on the pre and post. 
day game tomorrow, by the way. You got the Bucks at noon and the Brewers at three. Day drinking enthusiast. You should have a nice Saturday. I'm sorry. We will have a nice Saturday. What they were mentioning there was this was eight straight games. The streak was broken tonight where the Brewers had not scored in the first two innings. They actually scored first tonight. So now they have now they have now scored first in six of the 24 games they've played. The Brewers, even with tonight, if you add it in, they scored in the second inning. The Pirates did answer with a Reynolds home run. Then right after that, Ben Gamble, too. He was he was great. Three for three. And the Brewers had five hits. So he had most of their uh, damage. But the Brewers still, in the first two innings this season, tonight included, they've been outscored 34 to 5 in the first two innings. They just do not score early and often. And they were missing some of the boppers in the lineup tonight. No Garcia. He was just resting. Uh, Ryan Braun about the same thing. Council says, you know what we're going to do with Braun. And I, I you know, I've, I, we talked to Tim the other day on the morning show where I reside. And I, I know Tim's been saying, you just got to put Braun in there and burn him out. And if he's physically able to, I don't disagree with that. This could be his last year. I think that this pandemic season will actually continue his desire to play baseball. You never know. He's got a third kid now at home. Might want to spend time more with the family. But, I mean, if this is the end, you want to you want to play him as much as you can. He's never going to play again. You want to you just keep playing and playing and playing him. So the replacements then, when you don't have those big boppers, the replacements, Gamble, who had the good night, but Brock Holt wasn't right. Justin Smoke, I know Smoke had like a good series, but I mean, none of the numbers on him are good. 195 batting average, 247 on base. And that, that's the guy who is right smack dab in the middle of your lineup. And that has been a very disappointing signing. Although, is that even the right terminology? Was there is was there even any expectation that it wouldn't be what it is with Smoke? So those are some of the problems that have been hampering the Brewers offensively. And Dusty, who just called in, said, you know what? I give Council all the credit in the world. They might not be 11-13 and 13 without him. It's Craig Council's 50th birthday today. So as one does, we are asking you to rate his tender tenure, rather, as the Brewers manager since 2015. Now, I am reading tweets here. I'll just read a couple that were responded to off a tweet. So I don't know if these people are also listening to the program. I hope you do. I hope the thrill of somebody saying your name on the radio still exists in 2020 when everyone has, like, multiple podcasts at home. Josh says, B-plus. With the talent he has had in back-to-back playoffs, you will get well above average, but it can't be A until they win a pennant. So I do need to see them, he says, win a pennant before I go into the A category. Jay Zilla says, I give him an A. I was upset the day council was hired for the reason the vast majority of managers leave on bad terms here. And I love council, and I hope there's not a time when the fan base hates the guy. But unless you leave after a World Series victory, that's tough. Yost and Renicky were good managers, and then Milwaukee ended up hating them. 
Nathaniel gives a C plus and no explanation. Joshua says A, talent has always been the issue. Mark says, this is maybe harsh because it ultimately is the player that wants to succeed. When a team plays a shift on a player who's batting below 200, maybe that approach does not work. Council needs to coach that player to bunt, slap, do something different. There was a chance when Smoke could have laid down a bunt on a shift. They didn't do that. They just, they, they won't bunt. Paul's upset about that too. He says the greatest D, he can't or won't teach these guys to lay down a bunt and move players over or get a hit in the shift. These guys seem like the fundamentals are hard and these strikeouts are insanely frustrating. Now, I would not give him a D. If you want to give him a D for tonight and say those is the reasons why, well, the Brewers, hey, only three strikeouts tonight. Wow. There was a stretch there where they were striking out at least nine times uh, every night. And then the runs were just home runs. The runs were home runs again. Two runs for the Brewers, home run by Justin, uh, not Justin Smoke. I just got done ripping on him. Christian Yelich, and then a home run by Ben Gamble. Rest of the series looks like this. Josh Lindblom tomorrow against Derek Holland. Derek Holland's no good. I'll tell you that as somebody who is a consistent fantasy baseball streamer with pitchers. Every time I've ever picked him up, and I just stopped picking him up. You want to know what Derek Holland does? Even though he faced the Brewers earlier this year and looked good. That's how bad the Brewers' offense is. Derek Holland, guaranteed line against the non-Brewers team. Would you say four and a third? Seven hits, six earned? It's about a Derek Holland line. Right, with like two strikeouts maybe yeah, on, a good, strikeouts, on a good day. Three walks. Yeah. But what's it against this Brewers team? Probably like six hitless innings, you know, <laughs> yeah. five strikeouts. and There's going to be another no-hit watch like there has been multiple times this week. Holland's faced the Brewers uh, earlier this year. It was the 28th. It was that first series, two earned, five and two-thirds. But against Derek Holland, that's really bad. Oh, here. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's, here's the rest of his uh, outings on the season. On the 3rd of August, he went five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs. On the 8th of August, he went five innings, 13 hits, nine earned runs. And then he had a two-inning uh, relief appearance earlier in the week and, and pitched all right. So that's what we need out of Holland, the big offensive explosion for the Brewers. Corbin Burns then on Sunday against... Uh, Sam's favorite, JT Brubaker. And those games also on Fox Sports Wisconsin. We'll have the on-deck shows for you. And we will also have the uh, post-game shows. Although tomorrow, I shouldn't say on-deck. We got we got Bucks post. So we got Bucks post, and then we'll have the post-game show. So Tim will be back with the post-game show. I'll make that correction. 414-799-1250. Bart Winkler in for Tim tonight. Brewers fall 7-2. to We've discussed a few different things. The fun factor severely missing from this team. And then I think that reverberates throughout the broadcast and Craig council as a manager turning 50 today, your chance to throw a letter grade at him because it's a guy's birthday. So let's, let's judge him professionally instead of giving him a pass this one night only. We will hear from Adrian Hauser and more. We'll go inside that locker room coming up in just a bit. Bart Winkler, Sam Schmitz, Bayview shade and blind post game show on the fan. <laughs> 
It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Let me tell you something about Windows Select. I uh, know those guys pretty good over there. Justin and the gang, and the deals that they've had throughout the summer have been great. I talked to Justin earlier today, massaging a little bit more of a deal. I don't, we're not going to call it like the Bart's big breakfast or anything, but I, if you got your remodeling projects that you're ready to do uh, next week, yes, I am. I am teasing, I am teasing a read. I've learned from the best. But next week, I'll have a deal free on the morning show. Bart Winkler in for Tim Allen tonight. He'll be back tomorrow with the postgame show. We've got two uh, games tomorrow in the day. Bucks another noon game. And then the uh, Brewers at three. So we'll have the postgame shows for both. We're keeping an eye on the Mavs-Clippers game, which if you're watching while streaming us, uh, Luka Doncic hobbled off the court. Thought it might have just been like a rolled ankle or something, but uh, he was still hobbling on it in the back. So we'll see. But this game's over, so enjoy the postgame show here on The Fan. We'll go inside the clubhouse with a couple of guys, short and sweet, from both Adrian Hauser and then Ben Gamble. I haven't called him Matt Gamble at all today, have I? No. I've done Good job. It's hard. I know. Well, a lot of people call him Matt. Even the Brewers, they send us game notes to help us. Some of these stats that I've been revealing, no hits or no runs in the last eight games in the first two innings. They, that's part of the job of the PR department. They had to send a correction the other day because they even on that sheet put Matt Gamble. I mean, it's for me, I, I could see it with like a couple of other players from like different teams and all that. Like maybe the Lopez's and all that. There was one post game where I actually said uh, Brooke instead of Robin. But oh, Sam. <laughs> but I mean, they're so. I mix up Giannis and Thanasis all the time. Matt and Ben. Oh, stop. <laughs> Matt and Ben are like so different looking that I, I guess it helps me. I don't know. It's it's just Gamble Brewers. Matt Gamble Gamble. They are brothers. I have that right. Correct, they are brothers. Yeah. Yeah. One time long ago, I said I thought that Isaiah Thomas was Isaiah Thomas's son. Oh, don't worry. We've all done that, I think. <laughs> I learned that actually through like 2K that he wasn't. Oh, really? Yeah, out of all places. I said it on the air. I'm surprised I didn't get more fried for that. Anyway, I wasn't wearing a mask at the time, probably the reason. Adrian Hauser commenting tonight after the game. Adrian, how do you dissect that fourth inning? It seemed just like ground balls. A lot of those hits were ground balls in the wrong spot. Uh, yeah, you know, they just put some swings on some good pitches and found some holes there, you know. And, you know, nothing you can really do about that. Just have to try to buckle down and get a, get some ground balls outs, you know, try to get some more. Adrian, is that just like a product of how you're pitching, right? Because, I mean, you want a lot of ground balls, and that's where you have a lot of success with your with your sinker? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm trying to induce a lot of ground balls and get weak contact and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's sticking to the game plan right there. You know, we got what we wanted and, you know, unfortunately they just found some holes. Adrian, did you uh, think you had a chance to catch that comebacker by Reynolds that I know is hit hard, but looked like he got a lot of glove on it. Did you think he had a chance on that one? Yeah, you know, it kind of scared me for a second, but I think I still should have caught it. You know, I got enough glove on it that I thought I should have, should have made a better play on it. What about just coming back after that long fourth inning? Well, actually, it wasn't even that long. They were pretty aggressive. But just to get through seven, Adrian, and, and match um, what you were able to do before against the White Sox. Uh, you know, I'm you know, just trying to help out the boys in the bullpen. You know, they've been working working their butts off all season and just trying to, you know, keep the score as low as I could and just kind of eating up innings and just going out there and doing what I could for the boys. Adrian, um, Josh Lindblom said this morning, like there, there's a sense of frustration that just as a team, the pieces haven't come together yet. Would you agree with that? Like, like wh- what do you think is kind of the state of this team at this stage? Uh, it almost feels like a roller coaster, you know, like one, one game where, you know, everything's clicking and then one game it's, you know, the pitching's clicking and the bats aren't and then another game it's the bats and not the pitching, you know. You know, we're still trying to find that groove, and uh, I don't think we're far off, but uh, I think once we get into it, you know, we'll be a, be a lot of trouble for a lot of teams. Adrian, did you think they were more aggressive against you tonight than they were when you pitched against them the first time? I know there was a long rain delay in that game too, but it looked like they were coming out swinging tonight. Yeah, you know, I think they uh, had a little bit of different game plan and wanted to be a little bit more aggressive against me. You know, trying to trying to jump me early and stuff like that, and trying to you know find some holes in any way they could. Adrian, it's been a while since uh, the offense put runs up in the first couple innings. Do you get to breathe, breathe a little sigh of relief when you see Gamble hit that one out in the second? Yeah, you know, there was a big hit by Ben there, and uh, unfortunately, I couldn't go out there and put up a zero like like we needed to in that that situation. You know, I need to go uh, put a put up a zero there to help out the boys and get them back in there to swing the bats. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who today's Chevy MVB of the game is on the fan. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. There's no suspense here, nor is it worth stretching it out. It's Ben Gamble. He's your Chevy MVP tonight. Brewers do fall 7-2, to 11-13 on the season. But Gamble was the offense, at least for the first six and a half innings. The Brewers were 3 of 24 through the first six innings offensively. Ben Gamble had all those three hits. The rest of the Brewers 0 for 21. Five hits total for the night for the crew. Yelich homered, Urias with a hit late. But Ben Gamble, and then Ben Gamble's fourth at bat uh, was not a pleasant one. The Milwaukee dugout not happy with it. A check swing that the home plate umpire did not check with anyone on, called it himself. And then a high strike three, which should not have been called a strike, but maybe a shut-up strike to the Brewers' dugout. So they were trying to rally a little later. It didn't matter because uh, Alex Claudio came in and then sucked. Ben Gamble afterwards, Brewers lose 7-2. Ben, when you uh, hit that home run in the second inning, um, did the 
Spurs had a little trouble scoring early in games. Did you feel like, hey, this might ignite us and things might change tonight? Yeah, you know, um, you know, it's been a little, it's been a grind at the plate for us as of late. Um, you know, we just got to keep putting our foot in front of the other, and you know, eventually, Seth's going to start falling through the holes for us. How about you? What will this do for you? You had, you know, got off to that really hot start, then you had some tough times, and now, you know, it looks like you're really swinging like you were earlier. What will this do for you? Um, yeah, I think peace of mind more than anything. Um, you know, I just, you know, reinforces that I, you know, they got to stay on my routine and, you know, I got to keep my same thought process throughout the bat. Hey, Ben, you mentioned this sort of the, the grind for the offense. With all the moving pieces you guys have and all the matchups that you can throw at other teams, how surprised are you that it's been um, such a grind for this this group? Um, You know, I just think – this year in general is kind of a, it's been a grind on everyone, you know, um, you know, I, I just think more than, more than ever, you know, we got to kind of lean on each other and, you know, help provide each other energy any type of way we can. Are, are you guys still figuring that out? Is that what you're saying that, that as a group, you're still trying to find the right ways to do that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong way. Um, you know, it just, you know, whatever is going to give us the best version of ourselves. Ben, watching that game from from out in center field tonight, were you were you amazed at just the number of ground balls that made it through? I mean, it was like death by a thousand paper cuts tonight. Yeah, you know, um, it's all part of it. You know, they took some good good swings. You know, not to short them or anything. You know, they played really good ball tonight. Um, you know, it just happened. You know, we came up on the wrong wrong end of it. Ben, did anything change for you in terms of routine or what you were working on in terms of getting the results that you did last to tonight? Um, you know, no, you know, my routine stayed about the same. Um, you know, as a season moves on and progressive, you know, we're always looking for something or trying to, you know, capture that feeling again. And, um, you know, fortunately I was able to, you know, find it tonight. So. Hey, Ben, the uh, tough stretch that you had to, to start this month kind of coincided after uh, Lorenzo opted out. And I was just curious if, like, you had put any sort of added pressure on yourself uh, considering your, your playing time had gone up after that. No, no extra pressure or anything like that. You know, I was more so bummed that, you know, not going to get to see Lolo every day. But, um, no, like I said, you know, we just got to find a way to win, find a way to win baseball games. And, you know, that's bottom line. That's Ben Gamble afterwards. Bart Winkler, Sam Schmitz, 414-799-1250 here with you on this Friday night to mail in back tomorrow. You heard the line of questioning from the Brewers beat reporters and kudos to them for taking that angle. But they, you could tell, I mean, watching the game, you could tell the calls that we took right away were, you know, what, what, what did I watch tonight? This team, there's something missing. Uh, it's kind of a roller coaster type season. They're just not having fun. And I do wonder the weight of the pandemic, but there's other teams having fun. There's other teams having fun. You're trying to find ways to have fun. But you wonder with what the Brewers have gone through that one weekend was a game changer in many ways where you get a series canceled. You're uh, one of the sparks in your locker room decides to opt out. And in like a horrendous twist of fate, then your bench coach has a heart attack. So just a depleting weekend. But they, you know, they won some games from there. I thought things might turn around. And 
it's not early. I mean, the season's almost half over, but they're not like completely out of it. I'm this should not sound like a eulogy. I apologize if that's where it's going. But you know that that series against the Cubs, that was a good series, and that that got a lot of attention from a lot of people. That was a really good series with good, hard fought, tough wins they had to battle for. The extra inning game on Saturday. They they come back and do it again on Sunday. The Twins, then you're getting no hit, but then you rally back, and then you lose. And you think, well, how do you respond to that? Well, then they have the nine runs the next night. But, you know, two nights in a row of just really tough offense. And, again, the stats that I threw out a little earlier, it's just remarkable. They've been outscored. They don't. They play from behind all the time. They've been outscored 34-5. to five. In the first two innings of games this season, five runs in 26, 52 innings, five runs in 52 innings. Luca's back on the court. That's a mistake. He just take, they're down 17 in the fourth quarter. He can barely move. He's got to get out of that game, right? Yeah. Going back to the... You know, team being outscored, though, that's got to just weigh on these guys, too, at this point in the season. Like, oh, here we go again. Another night. Already down a couple runs and all that. Oh, yeah. I mean, every night it's like that. But then tonight they get that run, and then, you know, it's got to be Adrian Hauser's job to not give up the home run. Then they give up that home run, and you think, oh, my goodness. We finally score a run in these first two innings, and then and then the lead goes away. We'll wrap things up coming up. 414 799 414-799-1250. It was that fourth inning where things did start to unravel. We'll talk about that a little bit more and preview the rest of the weekend. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, 105.7 FM, The Fan, 1250 AM, and the free radio.com app, which features many other great podcasts. As soon as we're done, there's a great podcast about almost famous 20 years since. Oh, yeah. There's a great podcast where Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gossler rewatches Saved by the Bell. There was a podcast where James Cameron talks about how great Titanic was. That one, that was the only name that I noticed out of the, all those names that you just threw out there. Almost famous? No. Saved by the Bell? Well, I know Saved by the okay. Bell, but I just I've, I've watched that. I just don't know the cast members, you know, by name and all that. Oh well, they uh, have a new show again on Peacock. What's the what's the name of the streaming service? Uh, it's uh, the name of the sh- service is Peacock. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We'll be right back. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Adrian, how do you dissect that fourth inning? It seems just like ground balls. A lot of those hits were ground balls in the wrong spot. Uh, yeah, you know, they just put some swings on some good pitches and found some holes there, you know. You know nothing you can really do about that. Just have to uh, try to buckle down and get a, get some ground balls outs, you know, try to get some more. I love that when baseball people talk, whether it's counsel or players, whenever the other team gets a hit, it was always off a good pitch, you know. That was a good pitch, but the guy. Well, maybe it wasn't then. 
Right. I wonder if that Texas Rangers picture was thinking of that about <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. about that grand slam. That was a good pitch. Hey, it was a good pitch. Good pitch. Sometimes maybe it wasn't a good pitch. Adrian Hauser there. Look, fourth inning, he gives up three earned runs. Or three runs, I should say. The are you kidding me moment of the game is one of those errors that led to a run. And it was the way in which the runs were scored. It was just station to station, single, 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 single. Five singles in a row for the Pirates, which is not aided when the defense puts airs behind them. Off the glove of Hauser, and can they get anybody? No, as Arcia throws it wide of Arias, and moving on to third will be Moran. Reynolds to second as the Pirates take the lead. They're trying to make something out of nothing. Orlando probably should have just held on to that one. Kind of surprised Arias. Wasn't sure he was going to throw it. Got by him. It'll be an RBI for Reynolds. Probably a base hit. Hounds are able to knock it down. Goes over to Arcia, who tried to, you know, get to make the play at second base. Just a bad throw. Again, that's Fox Sports Wisconsin on the coverage. So single, single, single. It was scored a single, single, single. And the Pirates put up the three runs in the fourth inning. Another are you kidding me moment is just how nobody could get a hit outside of Ben Gamble. Six and a half innings, the Brewers had three hits. All Gamble. And then I'll do another are you kidding me moment because I feel like I feel like this is what Tim Allen would have done. He'll be back tomorrow. He, I think he would have talked about Ryan Braun not in the lineup. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, this, that's kind of been his MO, and I agree with him. Yeah, I mean, we're just such a completely different lineup when he's in the order. I don't really agree with the leadoff spot, but, I mean, I'm just looking at these guys' batting averages, and, man, I'm even worried about, like, Keston here now. He's yeah. He's just so hit and miss. And, you, and you there don't... was a lot of prediction that he would regress. Right. Fan graphs, roto-wire, any of that stuff. Looked at a, a regression year for him, and he's playing into that for sure. But yeah, Braun, I'd like him in the lineup too. But it's, it's you gotta get a day off. He's that's what Council's gonna say. You gotta get a day off. So Craig Council's birthday today. Happy birthday to Craig. They uh, lose though, so he gets to celebrate his birthday by sitting alone in his hotel room, most likely, facetiming with his family. I don't know if these guys are getting together and. Other people's rooms. You know, you can't go down to the bar. They're not going to let you at the hotel bar. You could all go in one room. Like whenever you're on a trip with buddies, one of the rooms becomes the hangout room. Sometimes you want it, sometimes you don't. I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. Somewhere in Pittsburgh right now, Craig Council is celebrating his 50th birthday with the Brewers losing 7-2 to two after what happened uh, last night. Or tonight, I should say, obviously. That's going to do it for us. Stick around. JR Sports Brief coming up next. Or as I mentioned, all those great podcasts. For those of you on the Radio.com app, look around a little bit. Listen to the Bart Winkler Show morning podcast from today. There's a country station that plays uh, music out of Detroit, I guess. We advertise them. Listen to that, too. A lot of good stuff. All free. Radio.com. Tomorrow, Bucks Magic. We'll have the post-game show. Tomorrow, Brewers Pirates Game 2. We will have the post-game show right here 
for Sam Schmitz, Bart Winkler, for all of you. As Tim would say, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.